welcome to another amazing episode of Adjust Your Vocabulary podcast. I'm your host, Denise, and today I am interviewing Emily Palomino, owner and founder of Smarty Girl Leggings. She is breaking fashion barriers for little girls, and I cannot wait for you to hear what she is doing in the industry, how she even came up with this idea, and the communication that's involved with starting a business from the ground level knowing nothing about the industry. It is amazing, and I cannot wait for you to learn from Emily. She has great tips on communication and startup business. She is a phenomenal entrepreneur with amazing insight on communication. So let's get started. Welcome to the Adjust Your Vocabulary podcast. I'm your host, Denise. Together, let's elevate your vocabulary so we can elevate your voice. Are you ready? Emily, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. You are the founder and owner of your very own brand of leggings. I can't wait to hear all you do in a day and how it relates to communication and empowering girls. Tell me your story about what the Smarty Girl brand is and how you got started. How long have you been doing this? So I've been doing this for about a year and a half now. Um, I started Smarty Girl because I was shopping for my daughter, Sophie. She's two. I was shopping for her, and when I would look over to the boys' section, I would see things like sharks, airplanes, dinosaurs, and I wondered, well, why don't those things come in pink and purple? Those are my favorite colors. They're what I like to dress Sophie in. So I wondered, why don't they make those for girls? Girls are interested in airplanes and science, just like boys are. So that's what kicked this whole thing off, and um, I started what I called Smarty Pants in the very beginning. So um, about a year and a half ago, I started Smarty Pants, and I've since had to change the name because of a copyright issue. So luckily, I discovered that early on in the game. Um, so I have trademarked Smarty Girl, though, and we're riding with that. I like it so far, for sure. <laughs> and a year ago, I uh, launched my first pair of leggings, um, my first print, which was dinosaurs, and not your average dinosaurs from the boys section, but these ones had uh, handbags, hair bows, uh, little floral crowns on their heads, just really girly, clever touches. And so I launched those exactly a year ago, last summer, in uh, smallest size is 12 months, and then largest size is 5T. And those went for sale on my website, and I'm since sold out of the dinosaurs now, but right now I do have leggings and other prints, airplanes, chemistry, sharks, and then insects. Like oh cool God. insects, though, yes. not ladybugs and butterflies. Right. But like more interesting ones, beetles, yes. grasshoppers, the cool stuff. All of the things that would spark the imagination of a little girl, just like it would a little boy. I yeah. love that. And what was your original name? You said you changed the name. Yeah, it was Smarty Pants because I thought, well, that is so clever because I'll be focusing on leggings, at least to begin with. Someday I'd like to turn the brand into all sorts of apparel and even book bags and bedding. I just have so many ideas. Ideas. There's nothing I don't want to slap my Smarty Girl logo on. But um, so, yeah, it was Smarty Pants. And the way that I decided I could use that name was I went to the trademark database and I typed in Smarty Pants and hundreds of things came up. And so it's confusing and I didn't understand how it worked. So I thought, well, surely I'm able to use it if all these people are using it. What does this even mean? <laughs> well, I later hired a trademark attorney who told me there's different categories. And so when you get a trademark, 
like in the clothing and apparel category. Someone had already had that with Smarty Pants. So had to change my name overnight pretty much. So whipped up a new logo and changed all the wording on my website real fast and you know, you you live and you learn. Now so. I know. That's... Definitely hire a trademark attorney if you're confused. That's so good. That's Don't just go advice. with your gut on that one. Well, for sure. And the wording is so important. I did try to look at it from a positive perspective of, oh, well, good. I'm not now just pegged into pants. Exactly. So with Smarty Girl, I will be able to it expand It really someday. opens it up. I love that. And tell me about your Kickstarter campaign because yeah. you've had some overwhelming support in that department. Um like a camaraderie, really. Really, Tell yeah. Me about that. that I mean, that's really what I think I have with my entire online and social community. I really do feel like we are a group of friends. I have become great friends with my followers, and my customers really are more to me than just customers. They are my friends. I'm watching their daughters grow. They're watching my daughter grow through Instagram. So um, it is really special. Um, back to your question, though. What was your question? Oh, uh, just the, how the Kickstarter campaign. The Kickstarter, yes. How you were supported in, in that so much. Because right. you had a pretty awesome turnaround, didn't you? Yeah, Tell so my that. next collection of leggings I decided to put on Kickstarter because I thought, well, I can just come out with these and reach all my current customers and continue to gather new. Or I can put the collection on Kickstarter and hopefully get some press and reach a lot of new people through Kickstarter and get all my customers to share their love for Smarty Girl. So that's why I did a Kickstarter. In the month of June, <laughs> I raised um, $17,000 for my next collection, five new prints of leggings. Um, so those are cars and vehicles because you can never find girly garbage trucks and fire engines and motorcycles. And girls like these things too, dang it. <laughs> yes. So vehicles. Um, an astronaut, like a girly astronaut space print. Also uh, whales and narwhals. And then my favorite is the sloth. They're super cute sloths. And then also a robot print. Since most robots are marketed to boys, well, all robots. I haven't ever seen girly robots. I haven't either, (laughs) and I just love that. And don't you feel like um, any more, any product, it's just not enough to have a good product. You really do have to have a good empowering message or a good mm-hmm. story to go with that product. How much do you feel like that empowerment and your story behind that has helped um, progress your brand mm-hmm. along? I feel like it's incredibly important. Um, you know, people always want to talk as if I'm competing with Target and Carters and things, and I really don't feel like I am because I feel like. First of all, I'm not asking people don't buy your kids clothes at Target because we all do and we're all going to keep doing that. What I'm asking is just buy a pair of leggings in addition to what you buy at Target. And mine are much more expensive, but they are organic cotton and they are made ethically. And I also have embroidery and so a lot of like boutique style touches. And I feel like my brand story is incredibly important, and that's why I try to highlight it on my product pages, um, as well as my homepage and the contact page and my Instagram bio and everywhere I can, I am pushing the story of me. Like, I am just a real mom who had an idea, and I didn't have any experience with apparel manufacturing or textile design or getting garments made overseas. I I mean, it's not like I had connections and experience and I didn't, I just started from nothing. And I did have a lot of connections um, 
working in the marketing industry for the past decade. So I knew a lot of business people who I have been able to reach out to, and those have been incredibly valuable connections. Um, but everything I know, I learned from Google. I listened to podcasts or read blogs. You, you know, I watched YouTube yourself. videos to learn about different styles of printing fabric. Like, none of these things are anything that I knew. So, um, yeah, just learning everything as I go. So I am always trying to push that brand story of I'm a mom and I had this idea and I figured it out and here I am empowering, you know, it started as just my daughter, but now I've reached thousands of little girls and really, um, you know, there's no turning back now. <laughs> oh, I love that. And the story is, is you are trying to send a message out there to empower girls. And I feel mm-hmm. like that is so important these days. Um, even my daughter, she she loves these things you're talking about, but she starts to feel like it's not for her. And right. that's, I love where you have to start in your own home. So yeah. this is a good way to do that. And I feel like you're empowering moms as well. And I just love that. Yes. And I am so empowered by running yes. this business, which has been a um, happy accident. I did not awesome. certainly set out to empower myself, but um, I, I have. And that's been a really nice side effects of the business. Yeah. And how would you say that vocabulary has helped you achieve any of these goals? For sure. What's neat about Smarty Girl is that it real the brand is really just me. Like I am all about STEM, science, technology, engineering, math. I'm all about education and reading. Like these things are just have always been important to me and I knew I would pass them down. And also just um, female empowerment and Uh, the girly colors of my brand and stuff all of that is just me so that's what's neat about communicating my brand message and who I am and what I stand for is that it's it's just me and so it is easy in that aspect that I'm not trying to learn industry jargon when it comes to (laughs) writing or something Um, so I wrote all the words that are on my website and so I Uh, vocabulary was incredibly important because yes I was just pulling from who I am but I tried to put um, like a playful clever youthful um, silly spin on all of my words on my website so yeah vocabulary is incredibly important in communicating my message for sure and it just builds your brand even more in another layer which i just love that so now there was a little bit of controversy over the label of your last (laughs) um your last set what was that i didn't ever hear what it was i just saw on your instagram stories that you were redoing it yeah can you go into that and what the wording was since we're about sure yeah that's a great idea um so i have a sewn in label in the back of my leggings Um, The front obviously has my name, the size, and where they're made. And then when you flip it to the back, it gave details about how to wash the garments. And like you, um, you have to have those. Is one thing that I learned in this is that the words on a label and clothing, that's dictated by um, the FTC, actually. There's (laughs) rules and laws about what you can and can't say. So it's actually the law that I have to put laundering instructions on the back. So I did, and then I put, or ask your mom, she knows what to do. And that, to me, was sort of a message that I was sending to all the other moms who are buying these leggings who are probably like me in their 20s or 30s, and they look to their moms as knowing everything there is about 
laundry, dishes, cleaning, cooking, all the sort of stereotypical female things. And I didn't even think that that's really uh, reinforcing the stereotype that females are good at those things and males aren't. So that was pointed out to me by a few of my customers, which I love feedback like that. Because I am a one-woman show and I'm doing this all on my own and I'm making all the decisions by myself for the most part, like, you know, I'm just chugging along thinking I hope what I'm doing is right. So I love it when someone calls me out and is like, wait, wait, that's not right. And I I can understand where that comes from. And I'm so glad that the thing is, I'm glad that it came to your attention because the thing is, is that's what you're fighting against. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's obviously that's not what you intended. You're obviously very much about empowerment yes. and that's that's the embodiment of your entire brand. And to have something like that on there might have been playful, but of course it's all about the words and all right. about how you word things. So it's very interesting that like juxtaposition that you were in there of trying to have fun and like mm-hmm. crossing that that offensive line. So I can see how that would have happened and that's very interesting. And I feel like you're at a time in society where um, we really, I mean, as women, we we wanna keep our feminine side with the hair bows or the pink or however that looks for everybody. Mm-hmm. But also we wanna explore a more stronger side to us. And sure. that balance with that is so tricky. And um, that comes with such deep emotion for everybody, I feel like in a different way. So. Oh, for sure. And just that subject itself is so complex because to me, I don't think that a woman needs to wear pink and hair bows and sparkles to be a woman and she doesn't have to like that and so that is also a message that I've tried to push with my brand is yes the my logo is pink and purple and yes my everything is what you would stereotypically call girly as far as my touches my little details and stuff Um, but I also send the message that I don't put things in pink because I think that all girls should like pink you know, because I don't think that it has to be that way. I don't think a girl has to like wearing dresses and hair bows, you know, if she doesn't want to. So I'm all about girls wearing whatever they want. If that's boy clothes, you know, if <laughs> absolutely whatever sure. they want. So I try to send the message that I've made these prints have eyelashes and painted nails simply because that's what I like, you know? So not because I think all girls need to have eyelashes and nail polish, but because I like to. <laughs> yes, and those it's such it's so hard to navigate through this time because mm-hmm. we are in a time of transitioning into what that looks like from we don't want to abandon all of these things that we enjoy doing or we feel connected to whether it's nails or self-love, you know, acts of self-love like that. But also you're trying to be a progressive brand. So I think you're doing a fabulous job navigating through that, just being yourself and being true to that. And you will, your vibe will attract your tribe. And Mm -hmm. obviously that's been true. You've had overwhelming support so far. Um, Thank you. I definitely consider myself a feminist and feminism is all about do, you know, empowering women to do what they want to do. So whether that's shaving your head or whether that's, you know, getting a nose job, like For I sure. feel like women should be able to do whatever they want. <laughs> right, without judgment. And mm-hmm. I love that. And I love that you are I haven't seen a brand like this for little girls that addresses those issues at such a deep level, but it's it comes across as just these are just pants. Let's start here. Yeah, and absolutely. I, I don't I think that. that they're going to alone um empower girls to pursue STEM, but I think 
as a part, you know, they can be a part of the society's collective um, empowering young girls to believe that, you know, construction implements, those aren't just for boys because when you tell or when you send that message to a girl that they are, then she also believes that just building things with your hands is for boys or heavy machinery or being mechanically inclined, engineering, getting your hands dirty. There's really so much more involved in sort of, you know, just an airplane or just a tow truck. Like it really is such deeper messages. And so I want girls to believe that that they can be interested in engineering or anything, anything at all. I love that. (laughs) I really love that. Um, So let's talk about your Instagram page. So you have a very impressive following already. Do you have a method of sharing a message with your Instagram stories or posts or a certain wording that you use every time? No, not really. Um, With the captions, I try to give an insight into what I'm working on, either where I'm at with the manufacturer or what where I am in the process um so that could include just packaging up orders or any type of behind the scenes things I'm always just showing my real life just me chasing Sophie at the park which she happens to be highly (laughs) photogenic and she loves performing and so it works out really well um but I'm just always sharing my real life and I think that's resonated with people because I do share the good and the bad that you know when I'm really stressed out or when I'm dealing with body hair or you know like these real things that we're all dealing with that some some of us aren't talking about and it's okay to talk about I like that do you have a certain hashtag because don't you feel like hashtags are becoming mm-hmm. um they're this own form of vocabulary really so if there's a hashtag you can go to that and really just see what that yeah. word means in pictures do you have right. a hashtag yeah that you it's use? hashtag smarty girl and I put that on a sticker that I send out with every order um, and then it's also on my website and I use it on social media so I am trying to push that it is a good way for moms or dads to share pictures of their um, daughters in leggings so that's always a good way for me to see it that's great I like that is there a word that drives you crazy when you hear it said wrong? <laughs> <laughs> no, and here's why. Because when people say words wrong, it's because they most likely learned that word from reading it. In my case, if I ever say something wrong, it's because I haven't heard it pronounced, and so I just learned it from a book or from Googling. So no, I'm very, um, <laughs> I'm very forgiving when people do that because I figure they don't, You know, they learned it from reading, or they can't remember how it's pronounced. Either way, there's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) They're doing the best they can. Yes, right? We're all just doing the best we can. I love that. There are some words that, you know, I just, I know people know. It's just a habit. Okay, I did think of one. (laughs) A lot of people will say across the street. Mm. They'll put a T on the end of across. Mm -hmm. So that does bug me. I guess because I, we see it a lot. That's a word yeah. that's very common. People should, you should know, know it's there's not a T <laughs> on the ends. Yeah, but these things just get passed down through generations. Mm-hmm. I I do mispronounce some words, and it's because <laughs> it's how I learned it. And my parents learned it from my grandparents who were in rural Oklahoma and Arkansas. And you know, my grandpa he dropped out of school in middle school and stuff. So this is this is what I'm working with. This is where I came from. I'm trying to 
always trying to always improve, improve my vocabulary, improve my pronunciation, and be aware. Like, I, I hear the word across, and so make a mental note. Don't say it like that anymore. <laughs> and how have you found is the best way to improve your vocabulary? Um, just becoming aware of it, and that awareness really brings... Um, change in my life so um, doing this has been a big help and then also just reading I do a lot of research on vocabulary and communication now so it's made a big impact in my life in every way it's amazing what you can learn just by researching just being in it yeah just reading just like the clothing right you've learned so much about the industry where the wash and dry tag is a must mm -hmm. by law, yeah. I would have never guessed that. You know, if you look at your brand so far, you're really killing it with word of mouth and creating a culture um, of support for your message. What is one piece of advice that you could give somebody, and I know we just kind of talked about that, but give somebody that's trying to communicate their message effectively in their startup business. Sure, well, one thing that I learned about writing, and I learned this in um, at Wichita State when I was getting my business degree, is to take away the fluff. So when you write, remove all paragraphs, sentences, words, commas that aren't necessary to communicate your message. And one thing um, that I've always been fairly good at, at least since then, since college, is communicating in a, okay, help me with this pronunciation, is it succinct? I think in so, a succinct yeah. way uh -huh. so just in a very direct way and removing the fluff and that's something that I have witnessed um, unfortunately a lot um, through emails in the business in my business world is females tend to add a lot of um, thank you so much this is really so great you're so this I'm so this how do you and then a paragraph later they get to the message that they want to get across so that's something that I've been very deliberate and conscious of is removing everything that doesn't belong. So if I need a thank you, I'll do it in a sentence. If I need, you know, and then I'll start a new paragraph with my question to you or my information to you and then close it with a thank you. So um, that's something that I learned, like I said, in college was just to take away the fluff. I so, like that for sure. And I appreciate a message that is... Um, communicate like communicated directly and efficiently mm -hmm. I just don't have a lot of time to read through that if and if no that one is, does no one exactly. wants to spend 30 seconds reading through something You're losing interest <laughs> to like try that. to find what information they need or what what's being asked of them mm -hmm. so that's such great advice and I feel like anybody um, in a startup business would feel the opposite like well let me Show my personality Show my and how kind and generous and passionate I am. Like, no, I don't. That will show through in your brand. Yeah, right? <laughs> just just go to my website if you need some fluff. If you want some more fluff, go over there. I love that so much. And you already expressed yourself so well. Do you feel like there's room for improvement in your vocabulary? Always. I think there's improvement for everything in my life. For the rest of my life, I hope um, to never stop learning, and especially when it comes to words and how to use them and how to get a point across well you had a great vocabulary word earlier so i love that the succinct uh -huh. now that That's one good. trips me up just because of its spelling it looks like it would be succinct or you know it looks I'll like i think s-u-c-c-i-n-t i will add it to the notes so we yeah. can short and sweet i think is what it means i think so too <laughs> i'll add it to the notes because that's a good 
See, we're learning vocabulary yeah. today too. So it's not just <laughs> communication. I love it. So what do you have going on in your life that you would like to share with the listeners? Well, right now on my Instagram page, uh, Smarty Girl Brand is my handle. I'm currently sharing the ups and downs of working with a manufacturer. Um, I'm currently working with a factory in Peru to create my Kickstarter collection that just got funded last month on there. So sort of the ups and downs of I'm now in the third round of swatches that I've received trying to get these dang colors perfect. Um, So I'm always sharing behind the scenes and I'm open to any sort of question, business or otherwise. Um, So that's a great place to follow me if you want to see some some more stuff about me and what I do and how I do it. I like that. Well, I really appreciate you being here today and coming to my home to do this. This has been fun having you over. Beautiful home. Well, thank you. Immaculate. Well, I appreciate (laughs) There are three kids here, so it's not that immaculate, but I appreciate that. And I well, really appreciate you. Do you do live here, to... right? It's not a museum, so. That's the truth. I love can... um, someone walked into my house. I said, Excuse the mess. I live here. You know, it's That's like right. we live in Let's messes. We're trying to hide them. <laughs> um, well, thank you for coming over today and um, sharing your brand with us and my listeners. I know that we've learned so much about the clothing industry and also about um, startup businesses and communication with that. So I'm really excited for you. I know you're going to be just amazing and it's only going to just continue to grow thank you thank you so much for having me on i'd be happy to come back anytime and talk awesome thank you emily (laughs) thanks thank you so much for spending this time with me on adjust your vocabulary podcast if you could share this episode with somebody who would love it i would be so grateful also please leave an honest review on itunes tell us what words you want to hear or what type of inspiring content you would love It would really help us on our journey to helping thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to adjust your vocabulary. (laughs) Thanks again, guys. Bye.